0: Welcome, 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 welcome to Generating X. I just noticed you got the Super Bowl hat Okay, kind of Welcome hey, to Generating man, X. I am G coat
1: Hey, it's your man C Rob. Put some enthusiasm
0: in there, man. It's okay. It's oh funny. no, it's all good. It's man. It's still early. It's still it's early. Good. I,
1: I'm chopping it up with my guy. It's all good, man. Hey, it's, it, 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 it's been a it was a rough weekend. It was a rough all weekend right. for us, both.
0: It was a <laughs> rough weekend for us both. <laughs>
1: life goes on life goes on hey, it is what it we ain't gonna is. need to touch on none of that That's
0: nope. next week or whatever we ain't gonna need to touch on it. what we are gonna touch on is what's happening in the news today man it's it's big Israel, <laughs> Palestine yes. Hamas, the Gaza Strip children being killed on both sides women being killed on both sides what say you about this C Rob I guess let's get your thoughts Let's see how any questions you may have, let's try to work through yeah. this situation. well, to my knowledge, man, that
1: land has been fought over for many a many a many a many a many a decades of years, man, and to the late person, we don't know all the politics behind it nope. you know the u s a Supports Israel. We we send a lot of money over there, man. Before before sending money to Ukraine, how we doing it now? And I'm saying we as a people, United States, um, we've been sending money over there to Israel for years. Now I, I used to wonder, like, what is it about Israel that keeps us interested and want to help support them, man? Right, because what I've learned over the years, and I might be wrong, is that that land was Palestine's land.
0: Oh yeah, it was called Palestine. It, it wasn't a legally recognized country, but it was called Palestine. Right. And that land
1: is 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 sacred. Um got a lot of history. Um some Christians say that. The Almighty Jesus um, walked that land. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's yeah, it's it's a sacred land. It, it's supposed to have some historical uh history and background. I say historical history, anyway, redundant, but historical background um that makes it a special land. But um I know. That Christianity plays a part in there, some kind of way with the United States. Right. I know we do a lot of trading with the Israeli people, what I've heard of back in the day. I haven't done any more research. Um, so maybe you can tie this all in. But right. Palestine, to my knowledge, that's their land. Right. So does the Israelis Israel have the right to go over there and just try to seize their land. I mean, it's, it's, it's been done since the beginning of time. Folks try to move in and take somebody's land. What do you think Russia was trying to do to Ukraine still to this, you know, what is going on, two years almost? Right. They've been fighting. So, I mean, tie up some loose holes for us, man. And, and to your, now, knowledge, you, you, you did history, Bob. To
0: me, Let's let's start with your, one of your first questions. Why the U.S. backs Israel? <laughs> it's simple. It's always about the dollar. Brother. Money. It's always Money. about the dollar. It's because there are wealthy, wealthy Jewish Americans in the United States. It's a political advantage to back to... It had been... Let's not say it's now, but it had been a political advantage when there were less Muslims in this country, less people sympathetic to their cause. It was a political advantage to back Israel. So that's the position that the US took up, right? So basically what you're saying is, like
1: anything else, if the United States can benefit right we're gonna try to help
0: support you right right because we gonna get so, something out of this yeah so to those who are unaware there there was an area called palestine which palestinians who are arab muslim well there are christian Palestinian, palestinians i believe as well just the people in, in general who lived there, they were never an official state, but that was their area for yes, for years right. and years and years. Palestine, this is, you know, the Holy Land, all the religions, Judaism, Christianity, uh, Islam, and well, the three, the three religions, not all the religions, obviously. Um after World War II, the Holocaust and all that, um, Great Britain and other countries, Western countries, basically to give Jewish people a safe haven, basically drew the lines of, of Israel and created the, the state of Israel. Now, for those who are unaware, Israel did not, that state, that country did not exist until I think it's 1948 or 1949, can't remember. Um, and so with that, they took the Palestinians land and displaced people. And as the years have gone on, more and more Jewish settlers have come and pushed Palestinians into a smaller and smaller and smaller space. And they have used that through kidnappings, through rapes, through murders. As I explained to my children, when you hear these conflicts and you hear people take sides, remember there's always two sides to a story. There's a reason, and I'm not condoning anything because I hate when you when you explain things like this and people think you're condoning what Hamas did. Hamas is a terror group. Yes, it is. But it's a terror group that was born out of the oppression of the Palestinian people to the point they hit their breaking point and they formed a terror group. And almost in the language of Martin Luther as Martin Luther King said about poor people rioting, where he says that rioting is the language of the poor, right. Terrorism, right. terrorism is the language of the oppressed. Just like when I tell people about 9-11, don't think that this just happened out of the blue, that they woke up one day and decided we're going to hit these towers in the United States. They have a real grudge against the United States for things that we have done overseas to their people, whether it's economically, whether it's trying to topple governments, no one is, is innocent in this whole affair. And on both sides, they're killing children. They're killing women. They're doing all, they're starving people. Israel has been starving people for years. Um, And it's all over fairy tale. It's all over fucking fairy tales, man.
1: And what fairy tale is that?
0: All these religions and this man-made shit to control people—it's all, all all fairy tale. There was no state of, like I said, there was no state of Israel. That was a something out of a book, right? Or if it was, it was thousands upon thousands upon thousands of years, right? But we people live and die on religion, on this fairy tale, and these man-made things, rules—they kill each other all in the name of religion. How is that God? People go around calling themselves the chosen people. So you mean out of all the billions of people in the world, God only chose you.
1: And that's another thing too. When I go back to that, mm-hmm. um, speaking of chosen people, right? I've been hearing like that the, the, the Israel folks. Yeah. I don't know how many times I've heard that over the years, back, even way, way back. Right. They're the chosen people.
0: Right. I don't know. Have you heard that? I've heard that all my life, brother.
1: Right. So, yeah. No, go ahead, man. Go ahead.
0: So, my thing is, think about that. Just step back from this. Step back from whatever silo you live in, whatever religious silo you live in, whether it's Jewish, Christian, Muslim, Hindu, Buddhist, uh, Native American, worldview, african World and spiritual view, whatever view you got, step back and think about it. Out of the, I don't know, five billion people in this world, you're going to tell me that those are the only chosen ones by God? We, what, what are we doing? You're fighting over a fairy tale. Absolutely. You think God would approve or is approving that
1: type of violence, that type of behavior? That violence and that behavior? Right. Right. But then you gotta remember, you know, if you believe in the opposite of God, right? There's there's some evil, devilish people out there, man. There's some there's some
0: immoral people.
1: Right. (laughs) Yes. So I am I'm not gonna say for every bad there's good. Um you can go back to say are we born bad and taught good or are we you know, born good and taught bad. You know, is is.
0: This is a good discussion. <laughs> I believe we're born. I believe we're born balanced, and we have and, a choice. And
1: what, to and what, to what go and determines even. our choices, though?
0: Our a, a lot determines our choices. Yeah, our environment. Environment. Our disposition. Our mental right. composition our family upbringing we're all born balanced but things happen to trigger people to go one way or another to to go more one way or another but i think we all have a moral compass about in our mind what's good or bad there are some people who just don't have the mental capacity to determine good from bad and you know i'm i was
1: i'm starting to believe that myself at first yeah. i was i used to think like man we all got common sense Right. But as I live longer, as I see some of the things that folks do to one another,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't I, they, I don't think that we all have common sense no. because what we might think is moral and ethical is the correct way to do whatever, depending on how you were conditioned, you could be conditioned just the opposite. And that's but, all you see and that's all you hear. And that's what's been instilled in you so what we may think hey man this I can't believe dude did that what was he thinking well he's probably thinking on his level of this is how whatever is supposed to be and this right. is how
0: all was trying. well think about this if if you grow up in Israel and people are telling you you're the chosen people you're the chosen people you're the chosen people you're gonna you believe that you're, ch- you're gonna believe it and then you don't give a crap about anybody else because you the chosen people. So when when your sellers come and you move people illegally out of their homes and you keep selling on their land and you push them into a smaller, smaller space, you don't care about their pain, right? You don't care about their angst, their children. So even though it's wrong, you've been conditioned to think that this is was okay. bestowed upon me by God. This, this. This is this is okay, exactly. And so if you're somebody. A Palestinian Hamas, you grow up seeing your people being pushed into smaller, smaller spaces, seeing the world not caring, seeing the world back a country that's doing these things to you and not really care. You you become that person. You a lot of them become radicalized. And now they're like, you know what? We're gonna fight. If you're gonna do this to us, we're gonna, we're gonna escalate this. So in your mind you're fighting for your religion and your being so when you blow up these people kill these children in your mind you have been conditioned to think that this is okay because i'm fighting for my god my religion my beliefs and it's okay that's 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 the thing
1: but when you push a people as you had quoted out my king if you push a people against the the wall just naturally, you're going to either flight or fight.
0: Right. Some people So, fly. At
1: Some what point fly. in time, I mean, there's going to be a point in time where you, you know, you're going to say, hey, I'm tired of running. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm tired of running. Our people have been running for years and years and years. It's time to fight back. Right. So, it's all that fight or flight and <laughs> And they're yeah. fighting back right now man you know and they are they, throwing some heavy blows
0: everybody's fighting again over fairy tales and you can look at the america in the 60s that we were fighting for rights and you had different levels you had the nonviolent movement and you had people violence is necessary to get what we want if- yeah, if, if violence is coming at me, I'm gonna fight. I'm violence. gonna bring violence, violence back. You, you had people right. like, I, was it the the uh, the Black Guerrilla Family? Is that the ones that kidnapped the, the chick, Patty Hearst or whatever? They would rob banks. They would shoot people. They had bombs. They had Black Panthers who were, who were, uh, who were wanted. I, I believe there's a couple still in Cuba um, in an asylum. You know. Tupac's uh, mother was involved. I think right. his father wasn't his father, or was it his father or stepfather? I'm, probably his stepfather. If I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, yeah. Probably and it's stepfather. just when you push people to a certain <laughs> level, don't be surprised when a a segment of those people decide to push back. Exactly.
1: I mean, it, it, it's been happening since the beginning of the time, though, man. Yes. Yeah. No. There's going to be yeah. There's going to be like you said a. a, a a population of those people who's like I'm not gonna be die side right now. I'm willing to die to pro- to protect, you know, my people, and yeah, you just know the thing. <laughs> it's just to me, it's enough, in my opinion. I don't know, like, I man, I'm I'm at a, uh, a loss of words right now. Mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be this way no Instead it doesn't all, all the land in this in this world there's enough in my opinion positivity love whatever you, it's enough in this world for everybody if we didn't have greedy ass people it's greed. it's power you know it, it's enough in this world for everybody if folks were willing to share Instead of like, hey, I need, this is what I need. I need more, I need more, I need more, I need more. It's enough for all of us to live comfortably
0: if that's what you want. But that's not what some people want. Right. It's a collection of things. It's a collection of power, land, money. It's, and it's also people who've grown up since the time they were little. They've participated in the, and you've, you brought this up, they participate in the single most thing that separates human beings, religion. They participate in that, they live, they feed into those divisions and those differences. When if you strip away all the little mechanisms of control and you just look at the base of all these religions, they're all the same, they all come from the same thing. There's a higher power
1: up above. Higher power, power, yep. You all right. want the same thing, the same right. one God. Yeah. Also with different names. Um, there may be a little bit of differences in the religions, but like, like you said, if you pull back everything,
0: right? It'll That's be right, that
1: man. one spirit or whatever that we're all praying to, that we think is a higher power, that we believe is a higher power over us. us. Um so, so what's
0: going to be the conclusion of this? I mean, well, it's never going to conclude. This has been going. Yeah, on. I'm saying it's this has been going on somebody... since, since whenever. <laughs> It'll it calm it. down. It'll calm down.
1: It will never conclude. Yeah, it calms down and it spikes back up. Yep. It yeah, it calms down. Flames the
0: fires. Spikes back up. Like you, you, you had. Let me see. I'm just trying to see if I can pull up the wars. So 1948, they were made a state. Uh. They had a Suez crisis in 56. There was a war, a six day war in 67. The Arab-Israeli war in 67. Uh, The Muslims attacked the Olympics in 72 where they killed uh, Israeli um, uh, Olympic team members. 73 uh, uh, Arab coalition attacks Israel. Let's see. What do we got here? Eighty-seven. There was a uh, some spontaneous clashes that led to Israeli military uh, crackdowns and unrest. Let me see what else they got. It happened again in two thousand. Hamas was elected as a government in in two thousand six. So every few years, something popping off. Yeah, Israeli Israel attacks the Gaza in 2008. <laughs> 2012, Is, Israel killed the Hamas chief. 2014, Hamas kills three Israeli teenagers. 2017, US that was Trump, recognizes Jerusalem as as the capital of Israel, which really burned the Palestinians because they felt all three religions in that area, Christian, well, maybe not the Jews, and the Muslims felt that nobody should claim that as, as their land. As the, basically, Jerusalem's like DC. You know how no state claims DC? That, right. That's how, that's a, how it was in 2017, Trump gave the go-ahead. Go ahead and claim it as your capital. Protests that broke out, fighting in 2018. Right, so we're going on every few years. Uh, 21 Israeli police raided a mosque, and then Hamas fired rockets towards the city after they raided the mosque. And then there was a string of Israel of attack terrorist attacks, 2022. So it'll never stop. It'll going waves it'll calm down but it's never gonna conclude right until people realize that i'm fighting over a fairy tale until they realize that it ain't it ain't never never gonna be
1: but like like you said the u.s i just feel like we we always got our
0: nose in the song. that's why stuff, people don't like us man.
1: that's why people don't like us and you know what in 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 we got so many issues over here. Like, he says all about that money. A lot well, of that dollars. money
0: could go to help us.
1: We got so many issues over here, man. But we always... Giving money look, to everybody else. Looking out the window and seeing yeah. who needs yeah. some... I'm only seeing who needs some help. We're seeing what we can get from them. Then we can help you. But what can we, we
0: always worried about the neighbor's tree instead of ours.
1: That's what I'm saying. We always trying to water somebody else's grass instead of our grass. Yeah. You know, we picking up their dog, boo boo out their yard, instead of picking yep. up our dog, boo boo in our yard. It, it, it's crazy, man. It's crazy, right? But, hey, but this is our country, man. <laughs> Born and raised, you see. Born and raised. But, but you have mentioned something. Oh man, I'm trying to segue way
0: about Pac. Did you mention? I, don't I know, mentioned man. about how his his stepfather was a Black Panther. Bingo, right. Bingo. <laughs> so watch That's, the segue. Go- <laughs> <laughs> That's the segue. Right there. <laughs> the segue is that his father is his stepfather was a Black Panther. And speaking of that, tupac <laughs> is this week, or this last week, the man who murdered Tupac was finally arrested. Thief D, I think his name is. Keefy D. Thi D. Keefe D. Is he a rapper
1: or just a street dude? Just a street dude. He was an uncle or cousin of the guy who supposedly pulled the trigger. Mm-hmm. Um we all know about Mike Tyson fight, Las Vegas. Right. Draw, I mean a gang member got stumped out. Tupac and Shiv were involved. They got caught on the strip. White Cadillac rolled on the trail, pulled up next side of them and blasted the car. sure got hit. Tupac got hit multiple times. He ended up succumbing to his injuries six days later or something like that. It's all resurfaced. Um. So this was back in, what, 96?
0: 90, yeah, 96. This I don't know awful. if you remember. I I think we went out for my birthday. Either the day he got shot or the day after he got shot. Remember that? Me and you? Me, you, and I think it was uh Joe.
1: Damn. And we went out for some birthdays, so I <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. So, I don't know okay. if you remember. So, I don't know if you remember or not.
1: So, all right, so the day or whatever we all right, now I can believe that. So my thing is it took so damn long. They had well, the they, evidence. <laughs> they had everything. And they, you know, and I know this Keefe which is just, is it, strange to me how one person could incriminate himself
0: so much. Because he went so long without anybody stepping to him, he just kept saying the story, kept saying it. He, he just needed he was, some attention, they, huh? He just yeah, he some thought attention. they was never going to uh, Come at him.
1: He giving interviews left and right. I was in the car.
0: Right. Shots
1: came. I was in the front of the shots came from the back of the car. And I guess all the guys that was in the car with him are deceased now.
0: Right. right.
1: For what for whatever reason, you know, gang member uh situation well, or whatever. You, you live but, like
0: that, you ain't gonna live long, you know. Right, right. It's
1: I guess he figured with his type of lifestyle, like, hey man, I lived another 25, 30, 35 years at later. I might as well go ahead and just I need some attention. Maybe it's eating them alive. However, who knows if this is true or not? They said uh Puff had a hit out on Shug, and um uh, Pot prior to that shooting. Well. And he was involved in
0: this one. Can I can I say something? Long course, ago, man. I don't know how long I don't know how long ago it was. But Eminem said something about that. Who did that? Eminem about Pop right. being about uh P. Diddy being involved. Elaborate, man. Can't remember what it was, if it was in a song or was something or an interview, but I know he had kind of slid it in there about. P. Diddy being involved in, in pop. So in rap circles, it has been known. Right. That's why 50, 50 Cent said, because they got, I heard the tape. Did I send you that today? I meant to send you guys that. The interview that? with the police where he talks about P. Diddy's involved. KPD, K- and And uh, 50 Cent says, brother love need to go get a, Need to lawyer up. <laughs> Talk about P. Diddy. <laughs> Brother, love, all right. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: my thing is like, what took so long? They they talking about they got this evidence. They they had this evidence for years,
0: and of course, I know you you need to build your case. Yeah, you can know it. You can know it. They're not gonna arrest somebody just for knowing. Right. They need they need hard proof. Okay, they need they need. To sew things up, tie up because if you're gonna bring a case, if you're gonna arrest somebody, you got to make sure there's enough evidence to have that conviction. So maybe they knew he did it, and there, th- this happens all the time. You hear you hear about people getting arrested 25 years after <clears throat> after the fact that the, the police problem. know who did it, they just don't have enough evidence, and the DA says we we can't go until you bring me enough evidence because I'm not gonna put this dude on trial, and then. They get away. They get away free.
1: And so you can, only, you can only charge them once.
0: Whatever it is they got now, they were able to bring the case. I don't know what new evidence they got. What do you think? Do you think Puffy gonna be involved in some kind
1: of way? Is he gonna get
0: questioned, get pulled in, possibly get charged? Well, he's gonna get questioned, that's for sure whether he gets pulled in gets charged that depends because can you can you rely on keep, keep D?
1: I know with a background like that right it's Since
0: incredible if everyone else if everyone else involved is dead is keep word against post from what I heard no true money exchange hands it was a promise to pay and it was never paid for this exact reason. So it can't be traced. So basically you're saying there's Puffy can
1: wiggle his way out of this one too? Probably. I mean, mean, because if you think about it, man, if you look at his history, I ain't there. (laughs) I'm only going by what other folks have said. Mm There's a lot of dead people in his in his in his uh path or behind his path.
0: So what you saying, he big red from uh <laughs> five, heartbeats?
1: High five Heartbeats. Yeah. I'm just saying, man, it's a lot of his artists. I don't know too many artists of his that for the path that speak
0: highly of him. A lot of them found religion for some reason. A lot of them in the dead. Um
1: folks he worked with, baby mama. Um, hmm. I'm hoping none of that stuff is true. I'm gonna keep it real with you, man.
0: Um, I would hope that a successful black man like that wouldn't be doing stuff like that, but right. That music that music industry is dirty, so yeah, it's, very, I, dirty. I, I it's it very dirty. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past anybody. It's <laughs> very dirty, man. I wouldn't put it past that's so, a dirty ass industry
1: like right that. I just my thing is. It'd be nice to get some closure, right? If it's ever gonna be some closure, it'd be nice to get some closure with it all. As, as always, you know, we had people close to us who who pass away. Um, life goes on. Yeah, you know, though though it be it, it be hard, but it does. It goes on, and life has gone on from since nineteen ninety six. So, but like you said, though the evidence is there, they just got to make sure they have enough still tight evidence
0: right. to
1: convict. Is like in 1975. I'm just using a hypothetical, and this this is has been the case. I'm not talking about a specific case. Before DNA was out, they know you was at the scene, brother. We can't place you there. We can't prove now, it, yeah. But now DNA comes out 35, 45 years later. And we can place it. Now we got you, we got some sweat. We got a piece of hair. We got whatever yeah. it may be. Whatever it may be. Fingerprint. Um, Now we got you. I think if I'm not mistaken, it's something, uh, it was a case I came across maybe within the last couple of weeks where a guy did a crime back in the 70s or something, 60s or something like that. This dude is like in his 70s right now. That mm. they just, Trying him or convicting him right now for something he did back then because of DNA. Because of DNA, you know what I'm i mean, nowadays, you know, we did so much stuff, not nothing crime,
0: nothing criminal now, nothing. Criminal. Yeah, exactly. What I'm saying, like
1: <laughs> the cameras nowadays,
0: right?
1: I mean, you gotta be a fool. To try to do something crazy nowadays. But there's fools out there, though. There's <laughs> fools out there. Again, like I said, common sense. <laughs> right. There's an opposite of that, too. There's another kind of sense that's common to those folks. Right. Like, the other day, it was a guy. I don't know, it was just you a know, uh, convenience store a gas station. It wasn't the other day. It was maybe like a, a month and a half, two months ago. Mm-hmm. Guy drives up in his motorcycle. Some youngsters approach him. Of course there's cameras everywhere, pulls out a gun and then shoots them. That's great. And gradually runs away like it was nothing. And of course it's caught on tape. Are they gonna be able to see who these cats were? Possibly. They'll because, find out. Know, yeah, find you know, so it's just like, cameras don't even matter nowadays either, man.
0: I guess if you really but, want to do somebody in, you're gonna, it don't matter. If you're stupid enough to shoot somebody at a gas station like that, you, you your mind ain't even working in the point of cameras, cell phones, all, And that's you know,
1: what makes me think. That's DNA, what makes
0: me think things like that.
1: That's what makes me think that the way we think, others don't necessarily, you know what I'm saying? There's just a whole mentality, just a whole
0: there's stupid people out there. There's
1: stupid people yeah. out
0: there. there's just dumb dumb people out there i have a saying i don't know if you ever heard me use it probably like since 2000 i've been using this like when i got out of law school because you run into one in the courthouse you run into a lot of this it's the saying stupidity knows no bounds when you have a stupid person there are no boundaries for stupidity. right right you can't even grasp why like Why'd you do that? Or why are you thinking like that? Like it's just stupidity. Look at Trump. Stupidity has no bounds. Right.
1: Right. It, it can just, even become our president. Yeah. It can even be cut. it. It makes me think about you know, we talked about this episode. I mean, we talked about this on one of our episodes. Where, um Claw, who we went to school with, who he went to tech with. Yeah. When them little kids tried to jack him for his he had a rental vehicle, but he was here right. for the for the reunion. And the kid, I think he was like only like 14 years old pulled the trigger, but he ended up getting shot later on yeah, trying to rob Because he Peter. tried to
0: rob somebody, yeah, she she shot him. Yeah, that yeah lady shot. so,
1: Claude was torn on throwing a book at this kid, another black male, young black male, mm. throwing a book at this kid or giving him some, some mercy. The kid was in a wheelchair for a while, wheelchair-bound for a while. I don't know if he still is now because of his, you know, getting shot. Mm-hmm. So Claude was coming to the court cases or whatever. And the kid wanted Claude to be there so Claude could see him get out his wheelchair and walk. Now, mind you, the kid was only like 14 years old, man. Right, I'm calling him a kid because he did some adult behavior type of stuff stupidity in our eyes, but that was like, he he didn't show, hey man, I'm sorry right? Man, for what I did to you. Like, yeah, I want him to be there so, so he can see me get up and, and, and walk. And I'm sitting there looking like, hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that floored me for a bit. And Claude still was like, torn, like, do I just throw another black kid away? Or do I pray to give them some mercy that they don't throw the book at him? That kid was worried about him walking. And Claudia see him walking. And that's just the mentality. And I, I was just like, wow, that for me, man. I'm not gonna lie, man.
0: That, But that goes along with what we we'll open the show with. When you're raising that environment and desensitized to the normalities of life and the moral balance, because your struggle is... I'm assuming this kid grew up. I don't know what kind of household he, he grew up in, but I'm assuming he grew up in a poor household. If I'm if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I think he came from a two parent household, man. Really?
1: I think he his mother and his stepfather. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, so it did not seem like he was like
0: totally neglected and totally neglected. But it didn't seem like that. The music is glorified and shooting people that they listen, you know, that they grew up on listening to from three years old up, that this is their life, this glamorized, glorified. They played the video games, the Call of Duty, since they were like three. It desensitizes you. You're shooting, shooting, shoot, 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 shoot. Remember, we had Pong video games, like the Pong and all that. We had Centipede and
1: Pac-Man. Yeah,
0: Pac-Man <laughs> and Asteroids and Space Invaders and, and stuff like that, right? So... They grow up with guns and first person shooter and all that. It desensitizes you again. So so when it doesn't become real, it's not real, especially to a 14 year old mind that's not developed. It's not real. I'm just going to shoot this dude, but he don't think about the ripple effect. What if he would have killed Claude? What about his, was it Claude was married or engaged at the time? Claude was married. If if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. What about his family? You know, he, he don't think about that. What about your family? You're going to kill somebody. Your mama, your stepfather, got to see you never even see the light of day ever again. Right. Right. I mean, of course, there's, there's so many, I say this over and over,
1: I say this often, there's so many people that's incarcerated right now for long, long terms. If they would have just took five seconds or 10 seconds to think about the ramifications. hmm some cats, I guess, feel like I would go to jail, man, right. to do this crime. You know, yeah, yeah, man, it's, 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 it boggles a mind in a sense, man, it really does. But then I'm a proponent of surrounding yourself with people, with positive people. Yes. Because if you surround yourself with a bunch of people who don't give a damn about anybody, who don't care about wreaking havoc, you're going to be poor to that. Yes. If you start to run to yourself with people like, hey, I'm going to college. Yeah, This is what I want to do in the next four or five years when I'm done mm-hmm. with college. You can get poor that way as well, man.
0: You will strive to, to, attain these things you will yes that's that's why I encourage my children to play sports because usually in those athletic on those athletic teams you're gonna find kids who even if they aren't the greatest students in the world, they have to maintain some kind of grades to play that sport so you're all working for a common goal it teaches you how to work with people with different backgrounds all this. You surround yourself with like-minded people, right? That and it's something positive, like-minded people. Po- exactly, exactly, and that's it, it's environment. And we go back to what we were talking about before: that scale. When you surround your people with yourself with positive people, people who are working for a goal, a mission, something positive, that balance of good, exactly. moral goodness comes up. Right. But if you're in the streets people who wanna rob, steal, murder, kill, rape, whatever it is, that's where the balance goes bad. Yeah, Because you become desensitized and you don't think, you think, when you surround yourself with everybody who thinks like, oh, I'm gonna kill this dude, I'm gonna rob this dude, I'm gonna rob this. In your mind, you don't think anything's wrong with that because that's the way you've been trained to think that it's okay to steal other people's shit. And, And you're good with it till that day, like this kid, you come across the wrong person and catch a couple in your stomach. Then what you going to do?
1: Right. Right. I can recall, and I think about this often, um, got to middle school,
0: mm-hmm.
1: seventh grade. That's the first time I've seen some young folks smoking cigarettes, man. <laughs> smoking weed. seven oh, grade. Seventh grade? Seventh grade. Walking to school, walking home from school. Mind you, this these are the dudes who I play sports with, right? After school, we were all athletes, but they were just in they was in the other type of shit that I wasn't necessarily wanting to be a part of. But right. what did little C Rod do? Hung around. After school, we get done playing our sports, whatever. We mm. just walking home. But you know what? They want to start jumping dudes, taking their coats and shoes. Oh music. no, hell! And whatever. So that was probably the first time that I felt some peer pressure. It wasn't direct peer pressure. It wasn't like, Corey, come on, man. It wasn't like that. right? But I'm just around it. But I knew that wasn't me.
0: Yo mama. One day
1: day, they decided, I'm there, I'm not gonna lie. Uh They decided to rob somebody. They coached whatever police roll up, I'm there, guess what happens? You got it? We all go downtown. Uh. So we go downtown, I'm sitting there looking like, wow, how did I get myself into this? This ain't even me. How did I get myself into this? I'm just showing you how easily-
0: You can get trapped now, up in that joint. You George.
1: can get trapped in that, you know what I'm saying? So, I get home, I get home late. I was talking to my moms about this about a few weeks ago. I get home late, normally get home from school about 4.30 after playing sports or whatever.
0: Right. Um,
1: school was like less about a mile away. I get home about 6.30. Where you been? This is before cell phones, you know what I'm saying? Right. right. <laughs> and I told her, and she you know, she gave me a look like, I didn't rate you that way. You know better than that. Guess what Corey does? What? Corey stops um, hanging with him after school, play sports with them. Mm. Y'all walk down that street.
0: I'm walk walking the other street. way.
1: Y'all going down North Avenue. I'm going down mighty Key. Right. So this one particular day, and I'm not going to make this long-winded though, this one particular day, I walk my girlfriend home Mm-hmm. my cousin lived about four blocks and I went over to my cousin's house Right, I hung out there for like an hour and a half I walk home as I'm walking home I'm down a the block there's a police car sitting in front of from, in front of the crib and um, my mom's outside on a porch talking to her
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they started I'm looking like what the hell and they started approaching me and my mother like Corey Get in the car with them. They say that you did something or whatever. I didn't know what was going on. Right. Yeah. So she said, get in the car, or whatever. I'm thinking like, but well, I get in the car, go downtown. These same dudes rob somebody else.
0: And blame it on you.
1: But they already had my name that I hung with them. Oh. So they got me and they ended the, up no, they had it all in the room, they called us individually questioning us. I'm like, dude, I wasn't there, man. This mm-hmm. is what I, I told them what I did. I wasn't mm-hmm. there. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. I ain't gonna lie. What are you thirteen years old in seventh grade, mm-hmm. approximately? Yeah. They kept interrogating me so bad.
0: You about to say that you did it?
1: Yeah, tears start coming. That's, to my that's eyes. what they do. That's what they do. Tears start coming to my eyes, and I was like, I wasn't <laughs> there. I was not there. And then finally, they let me go, man. They finally let me go. Those All those dudes went to detention for like 15, 30 days and shit like that. Mm-hmm. They missed school. I remember that. But I was just showing you, like, what if I would have been there that second time? But it's so easy to get influenced in some aspect or another. Like, that wasn't my lifestyle. That wasn't me. You know me. Should we yeah. met maybe a year and a half after
0: that. Right.
1: Um, But you can't end up getting soaked and pulled into that type of behavior. That nonsense, yeah, bro. So easily, man, and end up behind bars for longer than 30 days, man. So the main goal is hang with positive people, man.
0: Well, I got a story for you. I don't know if I ever told oh, we you this. To got yeah, go, man. Yeah, we got to go. We got to go. I got a story for you. <laughs> now, go ahead. So on my block, you've been in my block growing up, right? Yeah we had two sides. It was almost like the dark side of the forest and the light side of the forest. So probably two houses uh, from where I lived, when you go beyond that, when you go in one direction, that's where all the gang members and all the dudes who were involved in shit were at, on that side of the block. On the other side of the block was all the kids who played sports. Ended up going to college, like I, there were two dudes who went to Oklahoma um, and ran track. You know, just different, like different, um, just different things. And it was like my mother always tell me, "Don't go down that way with with other kids. Where you stay on this side of the block, the half of the block, and you could see the difference in the kids who stayed on the what we call a right. good half and the other kids who stay on <laughs> the bad half. And that's right. who you surround yourself. with. It's that's what it is, yourself. man. That's what it is. But you know what, your
1: parents need to play a huge role you know because our parents didn't raise it like that and you know what there are people who parents don't raise them like that
0: but they end up like that
1: but you need to you need to hold your kids accountable if you see them going down that way yes you know what I'm saying if if you if you say hey you be home at five o'clock and they ain't coming home at five o'clock there need to be some ramifications exactly my mother when I was younger younger knew all my friends' parents for the most part. Right. Call off. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. If I'm saying I'm going by Thomas house, I'm going by Ricky's house. I would she knew their parents. Right. You know, so it's it's it starts at the house, man. It started. you gotta be held accountable, man. You know what I'm saying? You got because when I came home late that one day after going downtown mm. and I told her well, where I was at, I didn't even lie to her. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even lie. I could have either said, oh, we just played ball a little bit longer, right. for a couple hours longer. But I didn't, I told her. And um, I could tell she was disappointed and she was hurt. And I knew I didn't want to put my mom through that kind of stuff. Right.
0: The, the, the look on her face, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: She didn't punish me or nothing like that. But I knew from that moment I wasn't going to be hanging with them dudes after school. Now, in school, like I said, we played sports. We was in a homeroom right. and whatever. We in the lunchroom, ribbon and all that kind of stuff. But then after school, like I said, I'm walking down. Mind key after the sports was over with. Y'all walking down, You go that
0: way, I go this way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, and you know what? I was offered in the seventh grade cigarettes and weed. And I was, I was floored.
0: I, can't I was even. like, damn, 13-year-olds smoke weed and sick. I can't on- even conceive that, man. Like, what? But you know what, even, man? But I knew cigarettes existed because my father used to smoke um until I was like 10. So I do, but uh, we, I didn't even, you know, I didn't even think kids already even knew how to get you know their what? hands on it. That's common now, though. Yeah, no, it's common now. Yeah.
1: See, I wonder how many people are high. When they make these poor decisions. A lot. You know what I'm saying? How many people are impaired? Are you sitting around smoking all day, deciding, like, hey, well, let's go rob somebody when you ain't got your right mind?
0: Yeah.
1: Like how much how much do, do drugs play a part in that, man? So, like I said, man, hang around positive people. And I guarantee you that it was it's gonna wear off on you. You know what I'm saying? If you're hanging around like five or six dudes, or five or six girls, or just your crew, and they plan on going to college,
0: you gonna like do that.
1: You gonna try to do that. I'm serious. You gonna you gonna try to do that, man. And that's my that's my point, man. On that note, right there.
0: Okay. So, in conclusion, you go to college, you get a job, you build your career. How do you set yourself up financially for, for, for when you're older and retirement? What do you that's, need to that's, do?
1: That's a good question, man. And I'm at a point in my life right now, what shit, we
0: 51 years old. Well, you uh, you about 65. You about ready to retire. Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying we got a good, depending on, we got a good 16, depending on how we are, find out you. Right. 16, 17 more years of work. Are we set up financially to sustain,
0: or do we have to work till we 72? That's crazy. That's crazy. Capitalistic slavery. Capitalistic Capitalistic slavery. It's because the prices on on everything are going up so much, they force you to work. Medication. This is their plan. This is the overlord's plan for us to work until we die, brother. Well, that's that's what it was before. That's
1: why, I mean, we're living longer as a people. Right. That's why back, you know, the, what, retirement age was 65. The average yeah. age of whatever was 72. Mm-hmm. They wasn't expecting people to live to be 80, 85 years old, still collecting Social Security. So my thing is, I'm trying to make some 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 investments, man. So I've been doing my little research. I got, you know, I contribute to my 401k. Right. I got some money well, in there.
0: But you, 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 you've been living in your house for a while. So you got good equity in your house. Right. You can, when you retire, by the time you retire, your boy is going to be out. He's going to have his own little family doing things. So you can downgrade. You can take that money. Of course. And, you know, of you course. can do things like that, you know. But you would like to have more than one or two streams. Right. Because uh, okay. you know
1: what? If you, if you if you depend on the government.
0: Oh, no, you can't depend on that.
1: You know, if you depend on the government as a as a, as a a funding
0: source, as a primary fund, you're going you to be in trouble. But but it should be that way because not everybody has the means of you or I. They work at a supermarket their whole life or whatever it is. You know, back in the day, you could work at a supermarket, buy a house, have a family, raise that family and retire. But now prices are crazy. Rent's too damn high, as they say. Um, (laughs) and, and (laughs) And they don't have that means. So their only means when they retire is living off of that government money. Right. So now for me, and you, it's easy to come up with a plan, invest, find things. But what happens to the person who can't?
1: And that's and that's my point. Like, we're all on different levels. Right. You know, I, I often think about folks who didn't put in. For Social Security. Right. But then, once they get to a certain age, they can qualify. Take they can qualify.
0: They can take <laughs> out. <know laughs> you didn't put so, no money in that pot, but you take yeah, money you out. Ain't,
1: you ain't, hey, you ain't work. You probably worked for the man a, a couple of years of your whole life.
0: Yeah, but I found out I found out there's levels to what they give you. So, if you, I think it's 15 years. If you've worked for 15 years paying whatever the maximum of the Social Security was in your job level, then you're entitled to full benefits when you retire. But if you haven't worked 15, there's levels to that. Level I to it. just found okay. this out like two years ago. Yeah, because um, I'm
1: thinking like, man, this man ain't putting no money.
0: Yeah, right? Because I'm like, yeah, I've been working <laughs> yeah, my whole life and, and somebody ain't never worked And then they turn, yeah. whatever the age I don't even know what the age is, to be honest
1: with you. But then my thing is, just like, just like, ideally you, you want more than one revenue source, right you know when you're younger in our age i think you need one more than one when you get older so i've been looking in like money markets right cds and all that man and how familiar are you with all that if any
0: a little a little bit not as much with all that i you know i can do when i do the research on it i do understand it um but i'm not i'm not gonna lie and tell you that i know about stuff right what i do urge is anybody who's listening who's like 25 30 years old under open up a high interest account say uh savings account you can put you can put like 20 dollars a week in that job 20 20 20 20 20 for for the next 30 years by the time you retire you'll have a good nest egg and you right. can get paid off the interest right Start now. It don't even have to be a lot of money. Twenty dollars a week, exactly. And that's I'm not too old for that. that. We I'm too old for that. I wish somebody would have told me this shit. Exactly, I, man. Exactly. Because we we can't be risky right now. Right, right. Because if things turn like they have, what, two thousand eight, two thousand two thousand eight, two thousand even for some people, two thousand twenty when, yeah, when COVID exactly. took it. Yeah, you know?
1: exactly. During the pandemic, so yeah. if things if things turn, we don't have. We don't have that much more years to invest be like that. Right. So of course, you know, I talked to my son about it. If, like you said, if you're younger, mm-hmm. start putting some money up now. And it's funny, man, because I remember my mom's telling me this back in the day, you know, far as this 401k. Mm-hmm. When I started working, make sure you got a job with the 401k that they match and blah, 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 blah. Corey was so damn tight.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm living uh-huh. at home and everything still. You opt out you, you opted out before I went? No, you don't you gotta opt in. Yeah. You gotta opt in. But Corey was so damn tight, like, no, I want my extra forty or fifty dollars in pay period. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I got you, you always been tight though. You
0: always been tight.
1: I gotta buy me, no, I ain't tight. I gotta buy me a drink. I just didn't I, you know you ain't me. tight. How old's yeah, your I car, man? Tight. How old's your car? That ain't got nothing to do with my car is reliable. Okay. I'm not the cars like that, though. Me neither. If you want to know exactly how old my car is, it's 15 years old, man.
0: There you go. Let me think.
1: It's 15 and I had it for 13.
0: You had it for 13 years? But that baby is still running. I'm still
1: running. I can go get me a car if I wanted a
0: car. Uh-huh. But for what? There you go.
1: Now, if this baby was breaking down on me every five minutes, uh-huh. I ready to call me out on a podcast, I got an old ass car. Yeah, but I love my car.
0: <laughs> you said you weren't tight. I was just bringing no, in some of your reality. I, I, do I
1: don't think that has anything to do with being tight. It's just my priorities are different, right? When it comes to car, I don't have to have a two-year-old car.
0: Yeah, me neither. I just need to. I just need to get around. I need
1: to get around, man. I'm gonna let
0: everybody know. I don't need none of that fancy car stuff. I know how much money's in my pocket. I don't need to prove it. That's you. what I'm, I don't. I don't. I don't need to prove you. You, you know what? And, it's and funny, it stops man, you from getting robbed. You ain't gonna rob me. Either. I <laughs> <rob
1: me. laughs> It's funny because I talk to my son about this all the time. Like, man, I, I could get a new car. It'd be nice to have a new car, but I don't need a new car. I hey, the baby runs. Mm-hmm. It's well maintained. It's reliable. Um, who knows how long I'm gonna have it as long as it's running for me. My my last car I had about 14 years, man, I ain't gonna lie. But, um, so yeah, it took me a while. It took me a while to start donating right. to my 401k, just because I didn't know the importance of it at the time. But if you got an employer that's gonna match, mm-hmm. you will be a fool not to. But right. get some other get some other streams. So, like I said, I've been looking into whatever. But a lot of the things I've been looking into goes with the market. You know what I'm saying? So, if the market is down, you might you hit a low. You can lose all your stuff, or you can gain all your stuff. But we are the
0: age now. We can't be risky. One day, one day, we're gonna have a podcast, and I'm gonna talk about all the scams of capitalism and the market. I'm doing quotes for those who can't see is one of them. Insurance is another one. There's just so right. many scams of capitalism. Right. We got to well, go Insurance
1: is definitely a scam, man, because you pay, you pay, you pay, you pay in. And the
0: first thing they try to do is not pay you. They try to it's not true. pay you. Yeah. They try
1: to get, they get the money from somebody, somewhere, the other insurance company. Yo, they can kick you off. And you can get into an accident. They'll raise your rates up. Yeah. That could be your first accident in 25 years. Yeah, it is a scam, man. But you it's know what? Scam. We need it.
0: But we need it. We only need it because there's laws <laughs> that make us need it because it's part of the capitalistic state. Well, you know what? But if we ain't have medical insurance, I mean, we need that.
1: So there's different types of insurance, of course.
0: But uh, why are we paying for it? And no other developed country in the world is paying for it.
1: And we insurance. talked about this, man. Yes. Because
0: they don't want everybody to have health no care, man. Well, the same reason college started going up when more and more black and brown people started going to college. Notice how the tuition skyrocketed like that. Re- tuition is ridiculous, man. To dissuade <laughs> those people from going to school. Right, right. So, all
1: right. You know, we got to hopefully, um, I think if I'm not mistaken, I was talking to JT about some some investments or something one day. So we got to yeah. hopefully you can be on that podcast when we talk about the market. We talk about right? that
0: market. But yeah.
1: everything I've been researching, goes with the market. So then I say, well I might as well just keep donating to my 401k because that's that's driven by the market as well. Right. Um but I, I would like to have at least one more good stream. But, um, but I'm thinking yeah. about like hey 65 years, that's 14 years from now.
0: But the problem is yo these companies, the corporations are in control really of your 401k. Yeah. And if the market crashes and your 401k drops, so be it. They get bailed out. They get all these right, different things. Right, right. Stock buybacks. They can buy their stock low and then keep it till it rises again, make money off of that. Thanks, and thanks, Thank Ronald Reagan for that. One because that, that wasn't even, that's where the gap between the middle class and the upper class exploded with Ronald Reagan trickle down. And we talked about this. And, and the buybacking of right, stocks.
1: right. See, that's why I would like, like I said, another, I want to depend on, i like another st- stream, man. Like I said, I'm doing a
0: research. like Real I estate, buy, buy a house. Right, yeah, that duplex, you know what? A duplex, right? I know you did that before, right. and rent it out. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did it, you just got to find it the right before. place. I, I'm,
1: I'm, well, that was in my early 20s, man. I didn't yeah. know what the hell I was doing. Right. Like, you're dealing with tenants, you dealing mm. with the city. Oh my Man. god. So can
0: I tell a story? I gotta tell a story before we get off. So Corey uh, did own a house in his early 20s. And they would have disputes and you would have to go to court, whatever you have, landlord tenant disputes. <laughs> right. So but in Milwaukee, they would they would televise these things on like the local cable access channel. I can't remember what channel it was, but and I would watch that was channel watching. because because sometimes my father worked for the city, so sometimes he would have to go on there, so every once in a while, I would just go through the channel to see if I could find, if he was going to be on there, so I could see my father, you know, you see your father on TV, you laugh. <laughs> so I turned one day, and this dude, Corey, is sitting there, and he's talking, I don't, I don't remember, what was it about garbage or something? Or like It was about, because
1: people used to dump over there, man, in yeah. the backyard. Right, and the tenants' garbage cans are fall over. Right, uh, garbage people wouldn't pick it up. So it, yeah, within I would say within a week's time, I would go over there like every week, week and a half, whatever. Mm-hmm. Within a week, week and a half time, you'd be thinking like, what in the hell?
0: But go ahead. Yeah, no, so I, I do, it and I'm like, what's this dude? And I watched that whole thing. I'm watching it. I'm watching. It. I'm like laughing, I'm like, look at this fool. <laughs> I
1: was a damn fool, too. I remember coming out, I remember coming out, and my phone rang in, it was you. Yeah. You said, how come you didn't tell me? I didn't even think about you. You or your father, Cole.
0: Right.
1: I didn't even think about it. But the thing was, is the city, I found out that the city of Milwaukee is a scam in itself. Oh, well,
0: I'll say he's a scams, bro.
1: At that early age. And the reason why I say that is so I bought this crib with my uncle.
0: Mm.
1: It was in my name, though. My uncle was the, the carpenter, the repair dude.
0: Right.
1: So it needed a little bit of fixing up, but he knew right. how to do the job, so he started working on it. My uncle's lifestyle let him in jail a couple of times
0: uh-huh.
1: for months, months, months at a time. He had experience in the rental properties already. So I right. was, he was going to be my mentor. Cory mm-hmm. did Hatler mentor. So I'm just learning on the fly. Well, we we closed on the crib. In the past inspection, when we closed on the crib, mm-hmm. about a month or two later, here come the city, saying, I want to come look at that crib. Well, you just looked at the crib because we were all, or whatever. Well, I need to come over there and look. They came and started pointing out, "Just need to be done, this need to be done, this need to be done. Dude, you was, y'all was just, yeah. we just Just talked to y'all two months ago. out that that was a scam then, and then I think they said, this is a young dude, we gonna see how much money we can get out of him. You know what I'm saying? Or or something. So then the neighborhood wasn't the best neighborhood, unfortunately, Uh, they didn't draw the best people. Right. Uh, Go over there, clean up the garbage the tenants weren't doing it unfortunately they didn't have no they rented they didn't have any pride in whatever so i must have missed a week of going over there or something and the city cleaned it up
0: and they charged Uh,
1: you they charged me about five or six hundred dollars dog that's crazy so that's why i was in court Mm -hmm. say wait a minute and come to find out Mind you what, well, I'm like 22 years old, maybe. Right. Come to find out, they said, well, we mailed you to, to let you know for notification that this needed to be cleaned up within what, three days or whatever. I never got the mailing. Come right. to find out, they had a different address of mine down there. They had a different address. That's why I didn't get the mail. How right. do you have a different address for them sending me to court
0: or whatever, me going to court, but then I wasn't getting the notification. You're getting the notification, they got they they got to the address to get you in the court, but then it's a scam. But then, but then they were like, well that
1: that that ain't those two systems weren't talking to each other," and they still made me pay that fine. And so that's when I, but I think if I would have had proper legal representation, my right. my my defense was I did not get mm-hmm. the notification. And they was like, to me, that was legitimate enough. I had like, what y'all got down there? Oh, we got blah, 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 blah. Improper service.
0: Yeah, I would have been like, improper service.
1: But then they still was like, no, you got to pay. So that's when I I said, yeah. Did they leave a notice at the house? Say what now?
0: Did they leave a notice at the house? What
1: it was, was actually when I I went down, I went to court on my own to fight Uh that. But they had an address of mine, the right address in this system, but I guess with the the garbage, whatever it was, they didn't have the right address. I don't know how it all worked out, but I mm-hmm. wasn't getting any notifications. And to me, I mean, within a week, week and a half, so much trash would accumulate. I always wonder like, where did all this damn trash come from in just a week and a half?
0: You didn't have a, did you have a fence on the back? The backyard? No,
1: there was no back fence. That's why?
0: People were just dumping that shit.
1: There was no back fence, man. People were because dumping I remember. Shit. I remember I came by. Me and my uncle came by to clean it up. This is a different uncle. Came by to clean it up and it was already clean. I talked to this uh, the tenants and the tenants were like, well, the city came and cleaned it up. And I, I think my uncle was like, that's going to be on your tax court. You know, that's you're going to have to pay that. But that's when I started learning that the city was full of mess, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's all about the money thing, man. And, um, it's a scam. So, yeah, you know, right now, you know, if I did buy a duplex or something, I have a different mindset. I got experience, whatever, more patience. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> and <laughs> could you imagine being 21, 22 years old and you got female tenants upstairs a female tenants downstairs and you're trying to go get your rent? Do you know Look, all the different things that they would throw at you?
0: I don't want to hear it. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I'm I just know, saying.
1: I, I, I you know, and I, I'm not going to go into detail, but yeah, it was, it was an experience. God. It was, man. But I understand that is another revenue source right there. But you got to get the right tenants. You got to make sure you know, Far as you know, get you a decent crib. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. You're gonna have to have some kind of finances to to repair a furnace or get a new furnace installed and things of that nature. You know, it's hard to find the right tenant. It's it like is. an employee. It's like an employee. You can go in there and interview well as hell, and then after a month, you show up late. You know yep. what I'm saying. You leave her. You know what I'm saying. Things switch up, man. So, I right, know that's that that isn't that isn't an option. But that ain't for me. I Alex, right. you have them rental properties, man.
0: Ah, <laughs> you know I got to <laughs> deal with that. Oh, All right. uh, on that note, we out. We are out. We'll talk to y'all next week. Peace out on Generator Next. Peace. Peace.